Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello geeks and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliare. Today's guest is Ron Bender and today's episode is brought to you by Exalts, Consumer Fusion, and ServiceMinder. ServiceMinder is the platform for managing and operating home services brands, from tracking marketing efforts to delivering professional online proposals directly to clients, to lead capture, to automating daily tasks. ServiceMinder provides unique tools and integrations designed to make your brand stand out from competitors. See why ServiceMinder currently supports more than 50 home services franchise brands and integration partners. Book a demo today at serviceminder.io. Ron Bender is the Director of Franchise Relations at Threshold Brands, and he joins us for the first time on Social Geek right now. Hey, Ron, how are you? Doing great, Jack. Doing great. Thank you very much for for having me on. Now I can uh, uh, put this notch in my uh, gun belt. I'm very, very happy to be here. (laughs) Now, I can't see you today. We're only on audio, but I have to ask, what are you wearing? I'm actually wearing a kilt. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Folks, if you ever see me at a franchise event, probably at a hotel lobby bar somewhere, and you see me with a man wearing a kilt, it would be Ron Bender because folks, Ron lives the brand like no one else I know in franchising. Thank you, Jack. That's uh, that's actually high praise coming from you. <laughs> so before we get into all of the things that we want to talk about today with Threshold Brands and IFA and VetFran, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your backstory? Wow. Well, I, I'm uh, since I happen to be in Fort Worth, Texas today, I'll tell you, I'm a Texas Aggie. I went to Texas A&M many, many years ago, um, got into retail and uh, worked many, many years with a company called Ritz Camera Centers. Folks might remember that from sure. back in the day with the one-hour film developing in the malls and all that stuff. And I was with them for well over 20 years. I was uh, a district sales manager, ran big districts, got promoted into the marketing department and was the director of marketing for them for uh, the last few years of my career there. And then I was recruited into a retail franchise. They loved my retail background. They loved uh, the idea that I could do not only operational support, but also franchise sales. Um, oh my gosh, it was uh, an epiphany for me because I had always tried to treat my store managers as if they were owners already in retail. Right. And, uh, in this case, I got to move right into that same scenario. Um, was uh, with my first retail franchise for 12 years, had an absolutely wonderful time, learned so much because I had never known anything about franchising before then. And then in the uh, intervening years, I spent a year as a supplier, learned that side of the, uh, of the whole industry. That was fantastic experience. And uh, now I am, um, I have stepped into uh, threshold brands where uh, it's owned by a, a terrific PE firm, Riverside Capital, if, if uh, folks know Riverside. And uh, eight brands today, a ninth and a tenth, probably within the next 30 or 45 days. Wow. Uh, and it's absolutely a fantastic opportunity for me working with people and uh, educating and informing them about uh, all these great brands. 
And that's sort of the story of the year, especially in some areas of franchising is we are in full beast acquisition mode. So uh, look forward to some exciting news from Threshold Brands coming up. I also just learned something about you that I didn't know. You have a marketing background before franchising. And I always love hearing uh, franchise sales executives with a marketing background. I was originally brought into the marketing at Ritz Camera Centers because I knew the products and I knew the field. I knew the retail side. Mm -hmm. um, the prior marketing director before I was uh, moved into that role was a theoretical marketer, if you know what I mean. He, he, had, an, he had the education, he had the uh, experience, but he never was in the field. And he trained his entire department um, that they could only say no. And, mm. you know, it, it took um, Moses parting the Red Sea to get anybody to say yes out of that department. <laughs> and I think um, people just got fed up with that. So when I came in, it was all about how can I make this happen? And it was wonderful. I really enjoyed it. I got to do uh, some things that obviously I had never done before. I was there for three years in that position. So I learned everything about electronic media. I did voiceovers on radio and the TV spots for Ritz for a while. I managed the graphic artists, which was absolutely fascinating to me watching these folks build these, um, you know, 88 page catalogs on, on uh, their computers and stuff. It was absolutely fantastic, but I definitely agree. Having that marketing background, understanding um, some of the good, the bad, the ugly about the marketing side gives us a much better grounding in reality. And we, and we stop calling our uh, in-house marketing team and saying, how come I don't have more leads and how come the leads aren't better? Yeah. And, and you said something there too, about your, uh, your former colleague who always said no to everything. There's something about marketing folks who have to figure out a way to say yes. And right. Like there, there's always got to be another step in, in moving the, uh, the customer along in their journey. Uh, Ron, I want to get into a couple of interesting things and important things that the IFA has been involved with for quite a while now that you are, uh, you are kilt deep in at this point, it feels like, and that would be the Diversity Institute and also VetFran. Uh, I've been on the committee for many years, and I've been actually a franchisor involved in VetFran for well over 20 years. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm a big, big believer in the mission, which uh, I'm sure we'll talk about. So, uh, yeah, it's a new position for me, and I'm very excited to be in it. Well, congratulations and uh, a good move on a, a pretty solid leadership team at the uh, VetFran committee with IFA. Let's talk about that mission. Describe the mission of VetFran for us. Well, in a uh, nutshell, the mission is to assist veterans into franchise ownership or employment at franchisor or franchisee levels. That's the that's the main mission. The secondary mission is helping franchisors recruit military veterans into franchise ownership or employment opportunities. So we work both sides. The, the idea is that veterans and military spouses are absolutely fantastic franchise operators as well as employees. Mm -hmm. All the great things that they learned in their military service, following a system, uh, training, trainer, understanding and, and uh, you know, complete the mission and all that. It's absolutely a fantastic match. And we see a lot of statistics about uh, veterans as employees, business owners, executives. And, and it feels like I've never seen 
a statistic or a study that goes the other way, meaning it's always veterans are you know, 30% more productive or 40% more likely to succeed or, or whatever the numbers are. It just feels like we're, we're on this path of if you don't have veterans involved in your organization at some level, you're really missing out. Is that still the case? It absolutely is. I know that um, what we've seen is a, a very, very interesting trend. Uh, there are franchise brands that have started and solely recruit military veteran ownership, mm-hmm. uh, J-Dog and, and uh, probably four or five others. And they have a, a fantastic story to tell. They provide additional mentorship for the, their veterans as coming in, incoming franchise owners. They provide discounts as basically all of the vet friend participant franchises do. And, uh, one thing that we, the story that we tell at VetFran is that veterans punch way above their weight class in franchising. And what they mean by that is not only, as you just said, are they more productive and more successful per capita, but right now U.S., population, I think about 7% of the population is military veterans, but they are just over 14% of franchise ownership. Wow. So they are, let's call it twice as likely as non-veterans to own a franchise, which makes it just a a marriage made in the franchise heaven. I would say uh, IFA and a lot of franchise brands, including some that you've been involved with over the past couple of decades, um, could take a lot of credit for that because it, that's, a, that's an amazing number from 7% of the population to 14% of the franchise owners. Um, somewhere along the line, somebody did something right getting the message out and really going out to actively recruit these folks and, and get them involved in their brand. So, so good work for the past couple of decades of franchise industry. Yep. And, and I got to tell you, if you look back at the history of that friend, it was started by Don Dwyer Sr., you know, uh, um, 30 years ago, actually. We just yeah. celebrated the 30th anniversary. And uh, over the years, there have been some absolutely incredible people not only involved, but at the chairman helm of that friend, Gordon Logan Sr., and, uh, so, you know, Steve White, and Ralph Uso now, so many absolute icons in franchising. It is incredibly humbling to be involved with people of this caliber. And I am learning every day. You know, that's another thing about franchising that I find fascinating. You get, uh, you get guys like yourself or, or me who, you know, I've been around this for, uh, for uh, a few trips around the block now, and we're still learning stuff. I I've been involved in other industries where, you know, once you're in for four or five years, there's pretty much nothing more to learn. But um, but I, I find that even with the more senior and, and veteran folks in franchising, they're still going to events. They're still going to panels and webinars and taking notes and 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 learning from other people who may have joined franchising sooner than they have. So it, it's a it's a sort of an always learning experience. Um, especially around IFA and and, and the things that they're producing. Um, Absolutely. Are you seeing that trend continue with uh, specifically with ownership in franchising? Have we plateaued or or do you see that trend continuing with more and more veterans uh, owning franchises and maybe that number will continue to grow? I absolutely believe that number is growing. I think 
we're going to get to a point pretty quickly where veterans are 20% and more uh, wow. ownership of the franchise units. And, uh, you know, part of the reason absolutely is the educational programs that VetFran and the IFA are presenting. Um, you know, a, a, a veteran can go to franchise.org and uh, click on the incredible vetfran.org um, links and learn so much. There's so much educational aspects. There's so many resources, um, SCORE, and uh, so many other uh, terrific uh, organizations are partnering with VetFran, hiring our heroes is out there in Blue Star Families and uh, so many others. And veterans are educated and they understand and they get some terrific discounts by the uh, offered by the not only by the lenders but also by the franchisors. Um, it's a terrific opportunity for us to continue that educational process. But I think the other point is that veterans are coming out of the service and they're getting a much better transition experience. You know, they're getting education and they're getting introductions at those transition events, which gives them an understanding that they've got a lot more opportunities than to continue with the same MOS, the same specialty that they might've had in the military and go find a job in that. You know, uh, folks who were in logistics in the military, uh, when they came out, people only thought they could drive trucks, for example, yeah, or, yeah. or dispatch trucks. And, you know, their interests are not necessarily just what their MOS was. They've got a lot of opportunities like the rest of us do. So, the world, the franchise world particularly, is doing a much better job of showing that and, uh, and encouraging that ownership. Back in a moment after this word from Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion helps franchises attract customers online with their AI-powered reputation platform. With more than 70,000 illegitimate negative reviews removed, Consumer Fusion allows franchise brands to maximize their digital footprint with reputation management, local SEO, and social media, including automated owner's responses and integrated review generation tools. Get started with a one-month free pilot and learn why brands trust Consumer Fusion with their online reputation. Visit ConsumerFusion.com pilot. Consumer Fusion, keeping reviews honest. We read a lot about uh, the importance of culture when someone is selecting either a company to uh, work for, invest in, or, or you know, become an owner as part of a group. Um, it's it's a lot more culture based than it was, you know. Let's say even twenty twenty five years ago, where you know when I got out of school, it was all about, um, hey, who's going to pay us the most, right? Where can we make the most money this year? Not too much of a long term thought there, but it feels like the the younger generations, including uh, many of the men and women getting out of the military these days. Um, they're a lot more interested in what a company stands for, what their culture is all about, what their positions are, and in, in their, their leadership team, too. So um, yep. I, I think that could also um, uh, be a very good sign for some of these franchise brands that are involved in VetFran. Oh, I, I definitely agree. But before we dive into that, let me go back a moment to what you just said. Have you really only been out of school for 20 years? 
Yeah, well, it took me a long to it took me a long time to get through school. So <laughs> I get it. Okay, I feel a little better now. And so. I and I and no, no, I uh, I I should have been out thirty years ago, but uh, things things went awry at some point. But uh, and so one of these days, Wednesday I'm... earlier than the rest of us. I see. <laughs> Man, when I was in school, we had whiskey Sunday through Saturday. I believe was uh, was, uh, but but it was before social media and before I knew Pete Baldine. So it was uh, it was it was much easier to get through. Um, there you go. But uh, but yeah, I think um, I think that culture is just such an important part of what everyone is looking at right now. And another area that IFA is involved in, and I know you are very involved in, is the Diversity Institute. So tell us a little bit about what's happening there and, and how that sort of mixes in with uh, this culture discussion and also anything with uh, VetFran and franchising. I absolutely love you for uh, bringing that up. I, I, as you were talking about culture, that's where I was going. I think that we find, and I'm the parent of uh, three millennials, they, you know, these younger generations, they have a, a need, a very, very basic need to be part of something larger than themselves. They want to uh, leave the world a better place for mm-hmm. their own children, should they, of course, um, bring us grandkids at some point, which they <laughs> don't seem likely to yet. But anyway, um, but that's it. That's, that's what the younger generations, I think, are very, very focused on, which is absolutely incredible. And one of the things that we, as the, let's call it old guard in franchising, are responsible for is bringing diversity and equity and inclusion um, throughout our organizations and throughout our, our franchise community. The attendance at a franchise event, unfortunately, often seems a little too white bread. And that's, that's it's our responsibility to change that. So um, the Diversity Institute is the IFA Foundation's nonprofit that's designed to assist women and all sorts of minorities in uh, getting into franchise ownership and again, employment by franchises, but, but very, very, very critical to representing the actual communities that we all live in, right? So, um, you know, if I, as a fast food franchise operator, have 25 units, they're probably going to be spread through a quite diverse part of my community. Yes. And if I am not hiring the people who live and work in that community, I'm doing a disservice to myself as well as of course, to the actual community. And even further, when we have franchise owners who are actually part of these diverse communities, these um, very culture rich communities, they fit in much better. They give back to the community much more. They become a much more integral part of the community and they give back and they support and it's absolutely where we really should be. And that's a big part of the IFA Foundation's uh, mission is to educate people and ensure that all communities are represented. And and hopefully we'll get at some point to um, a representative actual percentage of the population. That's a long way off, of course, but we are very, very focused on that. You had asked also, you know, what, what I'm doing or what we're doing. And one of the things I'm very, very uh, fortunate in doing is making presentations. As you can tell, I love to talk. I've cut you off three, no, four times now. <laughs> That's uh, why you're here, man. <laughs> but um, I get to do presentations. For example, we're doing um, the International Franchise Expos coming up here, um, actually, in just about three weeks in yes. New York City. It's, it's um, 
co-sponsored by MFV Expositions and the IFA. And I get to do a presentation of Franchising 101, which is designed for veterans and minorities. And it's designed to give them information, education, let them know where to start, let them know the resources that they might have to assist them and the potential benefits for them to join as franchisees. It's, it's, it's an absolute delight to be able to do that. And uh, I'll be wearing a kilt. It's, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attract the weird attention that I always get at these events. <laughs> but uh, hopefully that doesn't decrease the impact of the message. Excellent. And uh, the IFE, the International Franchise Expo, is happening June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at the Javits Center in New York City. If anybody has uh, uh, some questions or they'd like to register for that show, a couple of things there. You can register for free using the promo code SOCIALGEEK at FranchiseExpo.com and be sure to get in and, uh, and, and enjoy that session with, uh, with Ron talking about um, diversity in franchising. And um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of great information shared there. Um, Ron, anything else you wanted to share about the Diversity Institute or maybe uh, other places where people can check it out and get involved? Sure. Um, Franchise.org is obviously the best place to start uh, for for franchisors who want to get involved in VetFran and or Diversity Institute. They certainly have a tremendous amount of resources explaining the whole programs and how they can get involved for um, interested parties who are either on the outskirts of the franchise industry or potentially interested in franchise ownership or employment. Um, Franchise.org has a lot of, again, resources for uh, all of that. But SCORE is also a fantastic um, resource. SCORE does a great job. You know, Mm -hmm. it's um, the Service Corps of Retired Executives. So these are folks who mentor at no charge to help people learn about small business and then get into small business, help them write business plans and all that great stuff. And there's a tremendous amount of additional resources listed right there on Franchise.org, the IFA's website to give everyone the uh, the leg up into franchising, whether it's uh, in the industry or folks who might want to get in as uh, franchisees. So that's exactly where to start. Thank you very much. You bet. And we will have links to those places on today's show notes. Ron, thanks so much for joining us here. And I will see you in a couple of weeks in New York City. Outstanding. I'll be the guy in the kilt. Before we go, a quick word from today's sponsor, Exults. Creating solutions and driving results for over 15 years, Exults is founded on the foundation of driving results. Recent demand is picked up in the digital human resources and recruiting space, and Exults is driving qualified candidates to clients. Exults also drives digital public relations online, allowing your franchise to control the conversation related to your brand. Learn more at exalts.com. Exalts, driving leads, driving results. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.